Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, on a unexpected Wednesday evening for you. I was just hanging out, got some stuff going on this weekend, and I'm like, I'd love to talk to my NHSTRA peeps. And I was like, who can I speak to? And I said, I know, Mike Parks is up and available. Mr. Parks, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm always doing good. I have the week off from work, so I was like, hey, we're going to have some fun this week. So I'm so glad that you were able to make it and... Let's start off the bat right here. We're dying to see some race cars. You got the action in this week and a whole series that I have never seen. And I've been watching these videos nonstop. How did you guys pull this off? And what even gave you the idea to do this winter series? Because it was awesome. It was a really good time, actually. Uh, ben actually did one two years ago. They did a winter enduro. And... Um, it, 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 they they had a really good time with it and they had a lot of fun and and uh you know ben asked asked me to get involved and help and and help him on my end for this one we were going to do one last year but the whole covid mess was 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 still in its prime per se and uh, so we decided that we'd, we'd just not do it last year so Long story short, you know, Ben and I talked about it. Actually, Ben was a driving force. He's the one that got me got me fired up about, you know, getting involved in doing it. So, you know, he like I said, he was a driving force behind it. And we just had a lot, dude, we just had a lot of fun with it. Uh, we got some snow on Friday, which was a lifesaver for the event uh, because we didn't get the snow on Friday. I mean, the, the racetrack was was pretty bare so we we probably couldn't have done we probably couldn't have done the side by sides without without the snow uh but we got eight, eight or nine inches of snow on friday and uh it, it was a good it was a great event we had a ball it was a lo really good time i was loving it because i see people online are you guys gonna cancel because there's no snow and then friday hit and i was i saw i literally saw somebody like are you gonna cancel because it snowed and i'm like uh <laughs> What are we no, doing the, here? <laughs> the, the event never would never would have got canceled either way. I mean, if we would have had to do some things different on Saturday if we didn't get the snow, like the side by sides, we probably couldn't race with, with, without without the snow. Uh, but you know, it worked out really good. I mean, it was it was a cold day, but you know, I got there at seven o'clock Saturday morning, and it was like zero, and uh, <laughs> I said, "Oh boy, this is going to be a fun day." But it, you know, some came out, and, and you know, everybody was doing stuff, and actually, it it was a lot of fun. We had a we built a, a a fire right beside the pit grandstand, so we had a fire there all day long. So when people got cold, they go stand by the fire and so forth and so on. So uh, it was a lot of fun. I, a lot I, of work, but it was a lot of fun. I got to admit, I fell in love with these side by sides. I was watching them because I was wondering how this was going to work when you guys were announcing the side by sides, and literally we were just getting ready to go live on last week's Inside NHSTRA show, and I'm watching on my phone as the side by sides rolled down. It looked like a fairly <laughs> untouched track, and it wasn't. It, yeah, there was there was nine inches of fresh snow. There were the I had I drove my pickup down to bring some stuff down to the flag stand. And those were the only tracks on the racetrack. It, we never touched the racetrack at all. I literally watched, I don't know who the guy was who, who won. I, 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 cause I didn't, didn't see, but it was Matt Salmhauser. Oh, that was Matt. Yeah. Matt, oh my yeah, God. Matt, okay. Matt yeah. I, I saw him come down to the track and they took the green and I was like, I've never seen a side by side go so fast in my life. Yeah. I was like, this, you guys need to do this all winter. I was I was trying to debate like uh, side by side racing series is in my head because it was amazing. 
Yeah, it was we we had about what I thought we would have, you know, out of the gate for something like this. And the only thing I can tell you is is all the guys that were there that with the side by sides, there was like five or six, I don't remember exactly, but they all had a ball and all the you know, they all had buddies that were with them that have side by sides and they all kicked themselves in the ass for not not bringing theirs. And they all said that they would be there next year. So, I mean, I think next year when we do it, we could have 15 or 20. And that would be really cool because, I mean, that's that, that awesome. was, it was it was fun watching the five or six of them out there have, having a good time. But you do 15 or 20 out there, it, it, could, be, it could be really cool. A big shout out. I don't know who it was, but whoever finished the race backwards? Like, what's the deal with that? Oh, like, that was in the, in, the, in the regular Enduro. Yeah, Kevin Boucher. Actually, he ended, <laughs> he ended up finishing fifth overall as well. And wow! So fifth fifth place, and he was driving backwards. Yeah, we we started sixty, I think sixty four cars in the enduro. That and is nuts. Kevin's transmission shit to bed, and once you know, I was I was standing down by the scorers area, and he had car had spun around coming out of turn four, and. Yeah, I, I could hear him. You know, he was in first gear, you know, hammer down, won't go anywhere in second gear. Then he said, wait a minute. And he put it in reverse and and did a half-ass donut in reverse and realized that he still had reverse. Well, next thing you know, he's going down the front stretch in reverse. And honest to God, it had to have been the last 35 or 40 laps he did in reverse. And he and <laughs> it was it was it was pretty it was pretty funny. So it, it, Who it was good. The heck he thinks to put it in reverse and is yeah. gonna run it reverse. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it, it, it was it was pretty good. It was fun. Well, I would definitely classify that as a success. So, oh, for sure, for sure, uh, definitely going to do it next year. But hmm, when can we see some race cars soon, Mister Parks? Uh, Marks, I'm going to mess this up again. Marks show. Would you like a lifeline? It is called Marks yeah. Northeast Motorsports Expo. Yes, that's it right there. Yes. So uh, you that, guys are going to be there? Yeah. Uh, all the NHS TRA tracks are going to be there, actually. Um, we, we are, the Carmont has a booth. Uh, I'm down a couple cars. Uh, some things came up for a couple of guys that were going to come. So if anybody has a car together that that would like to participate and show you sponsors off and, and, and stuff like that, I have room for a couple more cars. Uh, David Greenslip will have his his uh, street stock there, and JD Stockwell is going to have his peer stock, and I got a pro stock of Corey Casagrande representing the Granite State side. And but we have room for a couple more. So if anybody has their car ready, uh, just give me a shout out, and uh, we'll see if we can make it happen for sure. Corey's car is pretty slick this year. He he's still not making that jump to that new style body, and I got to love him for it because his car looks phenomenal. Yeah, you know, I just, I talked to a bunch of those guys, a bunch of guys that still race that stuff when I was in Florida for speed weeks, and they, a, a lot of the bigger teams feel that the the older ABC style body is a little better than the Gen Six. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they both win races, so I mean, they're both good. Yeah, they they look pretty slick. I I think I am gonna try to be down there on Saturday. So if we might do an impromptu inside NHSTRA show with whoever's down there, who knows? If you're there, we can stick a microphone in your face and say hello. Sure. So if you see me, say hello. We're gonna be definitely trying to hit all the all the different tracks as well. So I was just sitting here wondering, you know, since NHSTRA is stretched out so much, we we go from Claremont 
to Manadnock to Lee to Hudson, maybe everybody doesn't quite know who you are. So I, I was wondering maybe if you could kind of give us a quick, you know, let's take a walk down Mike Parks Lane and figure out a little bit of what's going on with you, sir. If you don't uh, mind, I don't want to no, put you on the spot. Fine. but that, That's fine. Um, all I've done is race my whole life. I mean, uh, from going, going to races with my dad and my granddad from the time I was born. Um, spent many years at Lebanon Valley and Fonda and out in New York State following the dirt circuit with my dad. That's, that's what we did when we were growing up. Started racing, oh, mid-80s. Yeah, I'm not good with time, but mid, mid, <laughs> are any of us anymore? God, mid mid 80s race street stocks at uh, Carmont Monadnock for I don't know two or three years, and then uh, stopped racing for a while as my, when my son was growing up. You know, doing the doing the high school sports and and you know that whole the whole life thing for five or six years, and then we started racing again in the mid to mid to late 90s. Ran street stocks at Monadnock and Canaan and Claremont and traveled around a little bit. Then my friend Nathan Kelly and I decided that we were going to go pro stock racing. So did that, did that from probably 2000 up until probably 2020, 2019, 2020. I saw you at the, weren't you at the motor? I, I always mess this one up and I've talked to so many people who've raced it and I mess it up all the time. Motor. Motor Mountain Masters, or oh yeah, at Jennerstown, yeah. I had the I, I saw you race down there a couple of years ago, which was pretty cool because yeah, whenever I had you can see somebody that you know, and you see him on the screen, you, you like nudge people like, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's actually you never get over that. It, it was it was a lot of fun. Had the opportunity to drive one of the crazy horse cars down there. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, still like to do that again though. I'm not don't think I'm quite ready to say I'm done driving. I'd love to do it again, but. Just only so many hours in the day. Well, we got that. I did some, I did some dirt racing for four or five years. Uh, worked with Brett Hearn for I don't know three or four years, do, working on his stuff, traveling all over the Northeast, and worked a couple of years with Stuart Friesen when he was driving for the Madsen Motorsports team. So that was a lot of fun. Um, did that for probably five or six years. You know, four years. My, you know, how that all came about. My son was working full time for Brett. Uh, actually, he he started doing that the day after he graduated high school. He moved to Jersey and went to work for Brett full time. And I got to be friends with Brett and in that that whole operation and started dirt racing, traveling all over the place. God, that was, I mean, craziness. You know, I was driving. There was one July without taking any vacation time off from work. I think think I did. I don't know, like 23 races and 31 days without taking any vacation time off. I mean, going to Cornwall, Ontario on a Sunday, driving home, going to work on Monday, leaving for Granby, Quebec at three o'clock Monday afternoon, <laughs> drive home, go to work, leave for three o'clock, go back to Drummondville, Quebec on Tuesday. I mean, it was it was just great. But I wouldn't pass those times up for anything. I mean, it was it was really cool. It was it was Dirt. a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a different but, world. It almost seems like they race seven days a week. Like you could literally oh, God, find absolutely. a place to race at, dirt anytime. At, at that time, you know, those those the teams I was working on, they were racing 80, 80 to 100 times a year. I mean, it was six days a week, five days a week. I mean, it, it was it was craziness. But boy, it it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. 
So we do yes. have a question that was asking, where is this being held at? I'm sorry. I did kind of brush right by that because I, I assume people knew it's at the Eastern States Exposition Center. Um, and that is Springfield Mass, isn't it? Springfield Mass. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. The Big E in Springfield, guys. So make sure you come yeah. out. Say hello to people. You know, I was just sitting here thinking the other day, and I know we've kind of talked about it, and people say it all the time, like, you can't do Claremont by yourself, and you got a, a, a great team behind you. Are, are you guys looking for any additional people right now? Oh, God, yeah. First first off, I, I got to thank everybody that, that helps us as it is. I mean, Todd Murray and, and Scotty Miller and Warren Mordenti and Toby Batchelor and Jimmy, Jimmy Zulo and Heather Zulo and, and everybody that's already involved. Man, without without their help, it's it's not possible. Um, and and they do it. They don't do it for the money because God knows they they don't get paid anywhere near enough money for what the, for what they do. They do it because they have the passion for the speedway. The reason I do it. I mean, we all have a passion for this sport. We 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 definitely don't do it because we're we're making money hand over fist. I mean, it, it it's that's just definitely not the case. As anybody in this business knows, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, yeah, that's a, a definite a, a struggle for a year long business. I mean, it's, you have your high points and low points, but, uh, without all their help, it, you know, it's definitely not possible. And we're always looking for good help. I mean, we're looking for just like any business right now in the world we live in, we all need help. There's, you know, every NHS track, you know, Joe at Lee and, and Ben at Hudson and, and Michelle at Monadnock, everybody needs is is looking for help, whether it's concession help, uh, on track safety, uh, you know, guys in the speedy draw, guys and gals in the speedy draw truck, tech officials. You know, it's it's pretty easy for for people to get frustrated sometimes, you know, because, listen, we, we know we're not perfect. You know, we but we need help, you know, and there, if, if somebody is, is looking for something to do and want to be involved in racing, a former racer, a uh, former car owner, former driver, whatever that, that wants to get involved, you know, you get, that wants to get involved in tech. I mean, it's easy to, to sit and, and, and be part of the problem, help be part of the solution, you know, reach out to myself, reach out to Monadnock, reach out to Hudson or, or, or Lee, because I guarantee you, all of us are looking for help, and if if we can find find the right people, we would hire them tomorrow. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that, this is a, a this is a great way to put that keyboard away, and instead of pointing out what all the issues are, go go to the tracks and help them. Because yeah, if, help, if you, help be part of the solution. Yeah, I mean, everybody can be a problem, but you know, if you really love racing as much as you say you do, do what I did. I realized. I could help out this industry and I could help out the NHSTRA and I'm here helping you guys and love every single second of it because you guys get it. You really do. Yeah. Um, Claremont, like I said to you before, Claremont was, you know, has a special place in my heart. Like I love that track. I, it's funny that I, it's not even something that I thought of until you just mentioned the speedy die truck. But I remember back in my childhood, there used to be, that little, it was like a, this brownish, maroonish speedy die truck that said like Morningside in the side of it yeah, that looked yeah. like it didn't belong on the road. And there was this little mini wrecker that used to sit over in turn three that would come out. Like these are, yeah. these are memories that if you're not going to be out there supporting these tracks, your kids aren't going to remember these things that I'm remembering 35 years later. Like Claremont's a legendary track. And I just, guys, this is what's going to make it grow. Go to the track, go support them. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's it, none of us can make this happen without everybody's help. And if somebody has a picture of that old speedy dry truck, please send it to me. I, I would love to I see that. I think I got one. No Actually, way, you I, really I, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his contraption, I don't even remember what the heck he called it, but he had that contraption where somebody wrecked bad. It they used to pick it up over the car. Yes, and, they would and, pick and it up. It had a couple cranks on it and it picked the whole car up off the ground. Yeah. The guy, the guy that did that was <sighs> Melvin Wadley. His son, actually, Joel, still works on Speedy Dry Crew. That is crazy. I remember yeah. that old contraption. I really do. It would like yeah. pick them up in all four corners. Like, yeah. I remember the first time I saw that happen, uh, got used. I'm going to date myself now. Wow. Um, oh, what was his name? He he come out. He, he he right in turn four. He went up the hill, came over, and then he he jumped the entrance in turn one. And hit the wall head on. Steve Mayette. It was back oh, in the yeah. early nineties. I remember he hit that wall head on. They had to cut him out of the car and they used they rolled that little contraption out because it used to sit for people that haven't been to Claremont a long time. Yeah. It used to be a figure eight. Yeah. And it used to sit right there. And I remember I see them rolling that out. I'm like, what are they gonna do with that? And then yeah, they used the it with Brusso. Yeah. Uh Brusso yeah. hit the wall right at the start finish line and they used it there. Yeah. We're getting people that are saying like, yes, I do remember seeing that. This is stuff you forget until, yeah. you know, you, you bring it up. All you had to do was mention speedy drive truck, Mike. And it's like bringing yeah. back all these memories. Yeah. Well, we're getting a lot of people saying that they remember this in the chat here. Yeah. So that's awesome. Guys, see, you're welcome. We're bringing back memories of your childhood here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if anybody has any more information on Mark's uh, Northeast Motorsports Expo, it, you can go to marksmotorsportsexpo.com. It's running Friday, March 11th, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Saturday, March 12th, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, March 13th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's at the Big E in West Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, wow. So I am super excited because it's going to be, I think it's actually now, it was my first race of the year, and then Hudson decided to do a mini stock race before you. But we have... The modified quest for the cup kicking off the modifieds Saturday. Uh, nope, sorry, April twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. I cannot wait to see because I I see how many cars that are going to be there. I'm like super excited. This is kicking off the quest for the cup. Mike, are you looking forward to this? Because this felt like this was like uh, five months away, and now it's no, like it's, wow, it's, this, it's, this is it's this right is around here. the corner. It's going to be here before we know it. Uh, yeah, I, absolutely looking forward to it. It's, it's, uh, we, we did we opened the season last year. Uh, for the quest for the cup um, at Claremont on the same weekend, April 24th this year, uh, we added we added the Grand State Pro Stock Series as well. So we're going to have twin 100s, 100 laps of the mods, 100 laps of the Pro Stocks, as well as our Route 103 Auto Late Model Sportsman and Ari Hinkley Street Stocks and Lavalle Pure Stocks and and all our weekly divisions. Uh, it's going to be a good full day. Uh, we'll get started at two o'clock and and uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. It should be a great way to kick the season off for sure. It's exciting to hear um, you saying like Lavalley Building Supply because they've seemed like they have supported that track Forever. for as long as I have been alive, and yeah, I, it's just it's great. Who are some of your other sponsors that help you bring this action each and every week? Oh God, <laughs> every, everybody. <laughs> there, there's so many. I'm I'm I know I'm gonna you're gonna forget them. So. So, I mean, Route 103 Auto, uh, 802 Credit Union, Claremont Savings Bank, uh, Ari Hinckley, 
the, the list goes on. It, it, it gets a little bigger and a little bigger every every year. Maurice Enterprises, uh, Maurice's Trailer Country. Yeah, he's, it, he's the, another one that has been involved in that track forever. It's great to see those banners on the backstretch. They just get you get more and more of them every single year. Yeah, it, it, it's it's going it's going really well. It's that that part of it's going well, and as, as we build the program, it, it should continue to get better too. So, the absolute turnaround that that has happened at that track in the last couple of years where it has been really invested in like i am going to make my first appearance into the turn one tavern this year like i'm super excited i keep hearing how great it is so as i know when i used to go to that track i used to sit when, when you'd have right in that that little jog corner turn one mm-hmm. i would sit like two rows over halfway down so it's not far off from that and that gives you that great view of that track That's from that the, other the, angle the, the turn one tavern has the best view of the racetrack I'm going to definitely try to do a live broadcast from there this year. No, it's, it's really, it's, it's a great place to watch the races from for sure. It's good. I I can't wait to check it out. Anything else that you want to make sure you mention before we get going here? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's so many things and there's so many positive things that, that are happening in the, and all the NHS TRA tracks, you know, Sometimes I know it, it, it gets a little ag- aggravating for, for competitors sometimes, you know, you know, when we start talking about rules and start talking about this and start talking about that, man, it's, it's so hard. We have four racetracks all flying the same banner, all, all, all having the same rules package. But it, it, the hard part is there's so many things that, that are, are different. They're the same but different, Okay. And, and that that's probably coming out wrong. But when you when you try to have four racetracks running, it's the really exact not coming out rules, wrong. You're you're, you're yeah, on the right path yeah, there. I believe what yeah, you're saying. Same rules package, because what's good for a particular division at Claremont might not be the same package that it's good for at Lee or Hudson or Monadnock. So so people. Man, the, you would have no idea of the hours and the hours and the hours that we sit and we fight and we argue and we not and that and, that, and that's not you know when I'm saying fight and argue but but just trying to do the right thing for all four racetracks, it, it's a hard hard job, uh, but I think. We're we're headed in the right direction. There's no question in my mind about that. You can tell just by looking at our street stock class where that has come in the past two years. Oh, the street uh, stocks are absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, and you know the the pure stocks, and you know at Claremont and and Monadnock, our late model sportsman. You know our, the late model sportsman class at Monadnock last year had twenty plus cars basically every week. Okay. We weren't fortunate enough to have that at Claremont last year. I think we were getting nine to twelve, and then, you know, on a couple of nights it was in the mid-teens. But I think our average—I think our average count—I looked. I think it was like twelve. That was our average count. But there was one night we had five. Okay, so that's not good. But we 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 stayed the course and and didn't have any rule changes because. Rule changes just cost everybody money, and and there's no sense of changing a rule for the for the sake of just changing the rule. There's got to be a reason to change it, and and we left the late model sportsman stuff alone. And and this year, 
you know, I, you know, I can I can speak for Claremont. I, I'm not sure where everybody else stands right now. Are we going to have 20 cars in that class every week? No. But I think this year we're going to have 14 or 16, which is a far cry from where we were two years ago. And and that just shows if you have stability in what you do and keep don't change it. You know, like I say, there's times you have to change the rules. OK, but you don't change them just for the sake of changing a rule. There, you know, I had no problem making rule changes where somebody's going to have to work on their car and do physical work. And, you know, OK, that I get. But when you change a rule and like, oh, somebody a thousand bucks here and a thousand bucks there and a thousand, those are the rules that you have to we have to have a solid reason to change. And we all sat down and we couldn't come up with a reason to change anything. So we we just said, hey, let's just leave it status quo. And I I think we, you're going to see as as we move forward and the rules continuously don't get changed up every year other than 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 verbiage and, and explaining things and, and you know, on a, in a better way that the car counts will just continue to grow. Did I hear rumor that the predator guy Karen is going to be making an appearance yeah. all season? Yeah, I, I like, talked to I talked big. to guy. He he has every listen. I, I've known guy for a long time, and he has every intentions of racing every week. That that's you know he he's he has got a car. He's got a brand new car that Dale Shaw is built, building, and and uh, he says he's going to be there. That's exciting. I oh. Guy yeah. was a staple in that, you know, in the sure. late model division. So yeah, it's good. Absolutely. Bring back some of these guys. This is great. There's a ton of these cars that are able to run in that division. They're out there. I, I just, I hope they get them back. Well, out the track. we, we got, we got to remember. Every, everybody says that, right? Everybody yeah. says there's all these cars sitting. Well, this is thing called evolution. No, it's not. What are you talking 80, about? Eighty percent of these, all these old cars that everybody says are out there. Well, realistically, you probably end up in the street stock class. Yeah, street stocks are okay. So, <laughs> those are so, nuts now. You know, it, that's one thing that we've battled in the late model class is sometimes you have to build a new car. Okay, you we can't just because somebody has a car that's 20, 20 years old compared to a, a, a car Ricky Bly has per se. I'll use Ricky as an example. Beautiful car. Okay. Beautiful, brand new car. Okay. A 25-year-old car, it's not it, – I'm not going to say it's not going to be competitive, but you've got a damn uphill battle. Okay. So there's a time that you you have to update your equipment sometimes, and, and that's the place that we were, we were in with the late model sportsman stuff. And – over the past couple of years, the guys they're they're upgrading their equipment, and we're getting more competitive cars. And I, and I, God, I hope that that didn't come out wrong. But uh, it's really hard to, to take a fifteen-year-old or twenty-year-old stock clip Camaro car and make it run, comp- make it as competitive as competitive can be. With the this new stuff that's being built, well, I that, if, see, if that makes any sense, it, it does. I think somebody told me um, who runs the thirty. Is it, it Hayden something? Hayden, Hayden Scott, and I, I believe he has uh, an old style car. So I want to, and he I know he's a wheel. So I want to see what he does this year against this this field yeah. here. I'm going to put yeah. you on the spot here, real quick. 
probably should okay. have maybe asked you first before I just throw this out there, but you own the Granite State Pro Stock Series. Pro Stocks are your baby. Right. People, in case people don't know, this this is Mr. Granite State himself. Um, if we take, for instance, a Ben Poland's car or a Ricky Bly's car, and we put them on like the same tires that you have on the Granite State Pro, to- Pro Stock cars, how would they fare over there? I'm just super curious. From track to track, it would be different. Um, it, it they would be they would they would be competitive. They they would be competitive for sure. If you put them if you put them on our tire, um, yeah, they they would be. I mean, would they win? Probably not realistically, but but I think they they could be competitive, very competitive actually. You know, uh, I can't I just, do that. I, I, I know you know, you as much as I'd love to do that, I could I could never do that. I mean, I had a Granite State race. I mean, you know, my my weekly my guys that race a Granite State series would 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 kill me if I let the outlaw <laughs> body cars run. I mean, and I oh, get yeah. it. I mean, you know, that's but yeah, they, they they'd be competitive for sure. If Ben had done this, like uh, I don't even know what he called it. it. It was this grudge match where he ran a a street stock against a mini stock, and everyone's like. Oh, the street stock's going to run away with it. Yeah, no, not Go so much. Go watch this video, guys. Those mini stocks are pretty darn fast. Like I, I, I was you, blown away. I'd have to, I'd have to go back to, but I, I, yeah, even at Claremont, the the fast mini stocks are, they're they're not far off from the street stock times at all. We got a guy right here in chat that just says that he's working on finishing up his first car solo build, owner driver in the Pure Stocks, running for Rookie of the Year at Claremont this year. So. Who is that? Very exciting. Don Mann. Nice. Welcome, so Don. He says he will be at looking to help keep all the NHS TRA tracks alive. So, hey, Very that's nice. great. We just somebody in that's the chat great. that just pops up that he's building a car that I don't even think I didn't know about it. That's great. So that's absolutely great. Got another guy that, yeah, we got quite a few people here saying. Yeah. Got a guy named Chris Carver having his car at Claremont, he said. He'll be there April 23rd. Like, got a lot of... Maybe we should do these shows midweek at like 10 o'clock at night because we got like 42 people watching live right now, which is pretty good. Yeah, and, and, and nobody knew we were doing it either, so. No, it was just kind of off the yeah. cuff here. Yeah. Supposedly, mini stock Claremont time is 15.7 seconds. Okay. Yeah, that sounds that's, right. That's pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I missed back in the day, they used to have that checkered review that would uh, have sure. the little breakdown. It would tell you yeah. if, if the... If the uh, stopwatch was this time, it was, you know, this speed and this time, yeah. like, oh, I, yeah. I, I just love that old stuff. Yeah. So basically, guys, make sure you come check out uh, the biggie next weekend. Going to be all the NHS TRA tracks are there. Um, definitely, I'm going to throw this back up here again, guys. Quest for the Cup modified kickoff, April 24th, 2022. Guys, this... And now I just found out Granite State's going to be there as well. And you said what for a Twin One Hundreds? This is this is awesome. This is going to be a great race. Yeah, it's gonna, it, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, go big or go home, right? Oh man, that's <laughs> that's pretty big. Kicking off, kicking it off right there. Unbelievable, Mike. I cannot. I can't thank you enough for you know just coming on. Not once, but twice. <laughs> yeah, tonight, this, so. this is take two. So, <laughs> so we just decided we're we we're doing it live because I yeah. unfortunately we had a power power failure down here in Massachusetts and uh, we lost the files. So, it is what it is. I can't thank you enough for coming on. This was great. Um, hey, Mark, we got a couple back other, on soon. We got a oh. couple other things too. While I'm thinking of it. Okay, um, 
weather, what weather permitting, uh, April 9th, we'll have open practice. Okay. Weather permitting. That's a little, that's a little early for us in, in Claremont, but, uh, right now, if we don't get hammered with snow between town now and then, I think we'll be okay. If we get hammered with snow again, well, then, you know, that's going to be real, that, that'll be pushing it. And then we're, our uh, second practice is the 16th of April. Then we have our car show at Key Chevrolet, April 23rd, and we open up on April 24th. So race season's here. Our banquet, oh yeah, our, our banquet, our 2021 banquet will be Friday night. April 15th at the fireside in Lebanon. So guys, if anybody that's uh, wants to come to our, go to the banquet, we need your ticket information ASAP. Oh, it's super exciting that we can actually get back to somewhat being normal now. Yeah. I mean, we, we wanted to do it earlier in the earlier and uh, it, it wasn't going to work with the restrictions that the hotel was put, was putting on us. And, um, yeah, this was our this this is about as late as we could do it and and be able and and be able to do it before race season started. So once in a while you get a comment that rolls in the chat that just cracks you up and Jeremy Blood, my friend, you just won. He says, Ready for some track burgers. Yes. <laughs> like oh, that just that just I my think day. he had track burgers this past weekend. Uh, will you have him at practice? He, he's, I bet he's, he, he's to know. pretty, he's pretty cause he's <laughs> working on his left side weight. So oh. yeah. Yes. Jeremy, we will have track burgers just for you, but that means you have to buy two now, not just one. Oh man. They're great. I remember back in the day where they, like going to the old concession stand. I don't know if is it still the same way. Is it up in the grandstands? Is it the double side when you go in each side? Like Single that place? Side, yeah, we can, we changed oh. it up and we're going to change it up a little bit this year too. So, uh, we, we're, we'll probably serve out of the windows on the front side rather oh, than awesome. have people walk through. Yeah. We're, we're, we're working on that now. Try to change that up a little bit. It's great with everything that you guys have done up there at Claremont. Claremont well, you is know, just that's a, so you know, great. We got to thank, you know, everybody in Claremont, you know, at the Speedway and myself included need to thank uh, Norm and Ben. Um, I mean, they own the facility and they've, they've just given me the opportunity to lease it from them and, and try to try to help them build the NHS TRA and, and, and help, you know, build Claremont Speedway back to, or Claremont Motorsports Park back to, yeah, it's heyday. I mean, I, I had a five-year plan when when I jumped into this, and we're on year three, and and we're where where we need to be for year three. I mean, when we went in there, I think there was probably forty cars weekly in the pit area, and and last year I think we were we were pushing a hundred most nights. So uh, we're we're definitely moving in the right direction, and now we just got to work on the on the front gate to to coincide with with the back gate. So, but we're getting there. The front gate, I think people, uh, how to say this nicely, people will look at pictures sometimes and not realize that Claremont holds like 6,000 people. Yeah, so, it, like, it's tough. So we, we can have 1,000 people in there. And I get aggravated too. I, I mean, believe me, when, when I see pictures, you know, action pictures from the infield and it's a great action shot, but then you look in the background and you see the bottom 10 rows of the bleachers and there's not, not a soul in them. And, uh, that and place it just, is so big. It, it makes me cringe. Uh, but on the backside, you know, but there's nothing we can do about that. I mean, yeah, there is something we can do about it. We, we can definitely do a better job in, in promoting and, and trying to get more people in the grandstands. But it, no matter what, if we, even if having 4,000 people in there, it, it, it still it doesn't look full. No, I mean, it really doesn't. It, it doesn't. So, uh, the, but, um, no, that's. 
hopefully the one good thing that would come out of any of this whole world disasters that we've had now is people are itching to get out and do stuff. So hopefully sure. this translates this year. It did last year. If you remember, people were at the races and good racing brings good crowds. And I mean, yep. what more can you ask and for? Car count. I mean, and, and car, car count and good racing. Yeah. You know, it, it, it all coincides with each other. So, you know, um, when I first went, I'm not going to say I wasn't concerned about the front gate because we have to be concerned about the front gate for sure. But my main concern is we have to fix the race program. We have to fix the race program first. We have to build the car counts, you know, you know, so we were putting on a quality event. Okay. We're at that point now. So now we can take the next step and, and work very hard to, to get more people in, in the front gate. So I got a question for you. Oh boy, I hate being on the spot. Oh, well, no, this, this is you know I, I was in in Florida for Speed Weeks, and I went to the RPM shows, and I was talking with a gal that was the marketing director promoter at Knoxville, Iowa, at not where they do the Knoxville Nationals. Okay, and we were talking, and she says, "You know what, my biggest night of the year is you know take take away the special events, you know your basic basic weekly show." She says, "Dollar beer night." Huh. What do you think? Dollar beer night? I, if you could sustain that, I think that would be phenomenal. I mean, where else you could know, you go uh, for that much entertainment? I don't know if I could, if we could do a dollar. We could probably do, we could do two dollars, I'm sure. But Toby and I have talked about, talked about doing something. Um, he, he, we're going to do an 80s night. And he, you know, he, he's got all kinds of crazy ideas. But I think we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna find a night where we just have a regular show. We're going to back the, the front gate admission up to five bucks, maybe do, you know, $2 sunny dogs or a dollar, whatever, whatever we can do to, to, just to try to do something crazy. But I think we're going to, I think we're going to do that. I think we're going to have like a dollar or $2 beer night when I, when I think when we can figure it all out. And, and uh, we're getting a lot said, of people in chat saying $2 beer nights are a great idea. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what, that's what I mean. And, and it's really funny that you said that because she said, the thing when you do you do that type of a show, you don't even got to advertise it. Just tell the people on the internet, and it takes care of itself. You're gonna get one guy show up into the Turn One Tavern, and them be texting his buddy, two dollar beers, guys, get up. Yeah, there now. It, yeah, you know, you you start you you tell all those guys like a month ahead of time, and then when the time comes, you know, hopefully Nick it's, said it's that a night. ninety degree day, and everybody comes and has a good time. Nick Cool said that night, uh, somebody else can wheel his car. He'll be up in Turn One Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's, oh yeah. man you have to do 80s night on a night that i'm gonna be there because i will show up with an old like def leopard rock wig we're, we're gonna go 80s yeah. baby yeah we're yeah, gonna yeah, do it we're gonna do it actually you know we talked about <laughs> mike you know, griggs is already mike griggs is already in line for two dollar beer night <laughs> that's we yeah, just got I, see, that, I, I knew griggs would <laughs> be right on top of that yeah that's, that's, that's awesome. exactly yeah yeah so uh, but, uh you know back in the day when you were going to Claremont. All the modified guys, when during the modified heyday of weekly racing up there, they all had their shirts. They had the Punky Karen shirt, the Jerry Bly shirt. Oh, so yeah. we're gonna we're we're gonna do something. I don't know. We're gonna come up with something. Wear your retro, yeah, yeah, you know, the old school shirts, and we're gonna you know get a free hot dog. I don't know, some something crazy like that, just to just to try to have a good time, have some fun. This this will date me as well because I'm not a guy. Who, I I take free shirts, so the last race shirt i of bought course you do. i do I, I have i have so many shirts that people send to me and 
the last shirt that I have, I'm going to see if I can dig it out. It is an old Sean Boudreau 60 street stock with the bright yellow Camaro on the front. Yeah, the old Camaro. Yeah, that's, I remember that. That's car. the last racing shirt that I bought. And I know when I moved down here, I had it. So I'm going to have to dig it out. And I'll wear that because that that's not 80s. That's 90s, but it's just over the 90s. So that had to be, what, 91 maybe? Yeah. 92. He'll you correct know, me uh, if I'm I, wrong. I, I was talking with, with, with DJ Gerard and, and, of course, his grandfather is Jerry Bly. And he, and, and he said, I got that, the old cool 617 shirt. I mean, so we're going we're gonna to have some fun. I mean, that's what this is all about, right? Having some fun. Actually, you know? I posted this before. I'll have to dig it out because I do have, I do have my dad's bright orange Jerry Bly shirt from the '80s because they they grew yeah, up together yeah. and they're buddy buddies back in the day. Yeah. So I'm gonna see if I, yeah. I don't know if I have the I'm heart to wear of, it. Of the old punky Karen shirt with the with the 121 coupe that Ernie that Ernie's rebuilding again. Oh, yeah, and yeah, just just all, all all kinds of stuff like that. So, you know, the. It really stinks too, because you don't realize what kind of magic pieces you have. I actually bought an old Pro Stock. I, it had to be 15 years ago, and it was an old Karen Pro Stock. It wasn't a punky, but in the mess, I I, I was looking around because I had to pick it all up, and lo and behold, I had a Splatmaster punky Karen roof. Yeah, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's cool!" And then I didn't have anywhere else to put it, so. Uh, a guy named Leo Martin, who actually, yeah. you know, you must yeah. know Leo. Leo yeah. bought it from me, and I think it's actually now hanging back in Punky's garage over the top of the 121 because he still has that car sitting there. Yeah. So you, you guys are on to some cool stuff. Like 80s night's great, $2 beer night. They're going to, there's a lot of people watching right now. They're going to hold you to a $2 beer oh, night. No, year, uh, so. that, I'm definitely, we're definitely going to do it. Just, you just got to find the, find the right night and, and we'll get it all together. And we're definitely going to do it. There's no question in my mind about that. So. Somebody actually put into chat, and it's actually something I never thought of. Having kids in the pit area makes the grandstands look more empty than they really are. You know, that, that that's is a not great something point. I thought about. No, and, and they're 100% right. So back in the day when I was growing up, you could not go into the pits unless you were 16, period. Yep. Okay? So mom and dad, you know, you know, mom and all the kids and everybody, where were they? They were oh, in the yeah. grandstand. DJ tells stories about it, sitting there with his with his uh, family. So yeah, I remember back in the day, they would let you in the pits after. So like, I would make my dad drag me down. You come down that hill to the gate, and you would and sit everybody there and would stand wait. there and wait for the gate to open. And then up the gates would open, area. and you get to go run in for like five minutes before um, Sonny shut the generator off and everything yeah. went dark. But yeah. you get to go meet people. So yeah, it, I that's a great that, yo Steve no, Lewis said that, that. That's, that's a absolutely. great point. It is. It absolutely is. We've talked about that in the past. I mean, all of a sudden, if you look around the pit area, any of our racetracks or any of the NHS, any racetrack, and you look to see how many kids that are in the, in, in, uh, in the pit area that 15 years ago or 20 years ago, weren't, they weren't allowed to. It just You just couldn't do that. It is great to see, though, how... What, what, it, it kind of melts my heart in a way when you'll see this little kid helping his dad doing oh, whatever absolutely. menial task that really doesn't need to be done, but he's helping him, yeah. you know, tighten tires. Or, I, it's I mean, so great. I, yeah. I mean, the, the, the world has changed. You know, we, we do stuff we do now. You couldn't do 20 years ago and stuff we did 20 years ago. We can't do now. Oh, yeah. You, know? do you really think you could do a figure eight race there again? <laughs> Probably not. I wouldn't imagine. Oh, you could. Yeah, you really? Could. Well, you oh. can, I, we can't now because of the way the way that yeah, the infield's different, up, but, but you but you could do it. Um, but yeah, it 
being able to have your family in the pit area now and, and today's society and today's world, in my opinion, is a absolute must. Oh, because yeah. It, it, everybody, it, it, it's just a must. I mean, it's, 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 that's, that's what we do. I mean, it's, it's, if when you can have your family there with you, you know, doing what you love to do, it makes the whole world a happier place. Oh, not only that, you see, it's, it's become ritual for a lot of these families. They'll, they'll break out the little grill. They'll have the barbecue. They're, they're hanging out with a family in the pits. They got their friends there. It's like, when you really and, and put then, down, and then you, yeah, see, you it, see the kids, and you know, you know, I, I see it now. The, some of the kids that are racing the pure stocks, those were those kids in the pit area five years ago. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and at, and at th- th- that's our future. You know, fortunately at Claremont, we, we have the go kart program, so so we get an influx of the of the go kart kids when they're ready to move up. That that that's a feeder division for. Oh us. yeah. But what we're starting to see now, I mean, last year we had 40 plus pier stocks pretty much on a regular basis. That was awesome. And they, okay. and they race. Yeah. Oh, oh I, they were, it was phenomenal. It was some of the best racing that we had all year was in our pier stock class. Oh, there's another but, one. Well, Little Zulo is going to be in a late model sports. In, in a late model. That's, that's the whole thing. And, yeah. and, and, and Nick Hull, Nick's going to be in a mini stock. I, I mean, our mini stock champion, Hayden Grenier, he's going to be in a street stock. So, as our as our pure stock classes and six shooter classes and all those classes, that's the lifeblood. That that's our future, and is we have to keep those classes solid, and and they'll move up, and and that's exactly what's starting to happen now. You look at having to run a B feature in those divisions, and Can you imagine that. Would have you thought that two years ago? No. No, you know, I was shocked. I and, remember people are spoiled in a way this because I remember back when I used to go to the racetrack, people back in the day, they used to be like 10 street stocks that went home every went time. Home. They didn't even get to race. Making the feature was like winning. I, I had this conversation with one of our Granite State guys one day. Now we had like 28 cars at a race, some 28 or 29, and we were going to start 24. He said, well, what are you going to do with the four or five? Four or five guys that don't make it. I said they don't make it, and he said, "What do you mean they don't make it?" I said, "Listen, you raced at Riverside Park way back in the day when there was forty cars there every week. What happened at Riverside when you didn't make the show? You loaded up and you went home and you worked on your shit and you came back to following race and hopefully you were better and you made the race. And we've we've lost." There's days that you have to earn your right to race. Absolutely. And and we've over the past 15 years that really hasn't been the case because the car, because of the way the car counts have been. Okay? So w- when we get it so you have to that's when it's fun. When you have to earn your right to race, that's when it's fun. Oh yeah. Like I I raced for 3 years, I think. Yeah, 3 years. And I can lie and say, hey, my best finish ever. I finished fourth. But there was only five cars and one of them wrecked. So, I mean, that was not the heyday of racing. And you guys have really turned things around because that was a super street. And that goes back to the rules that you guys are saying, which is you guys are doing great on. Because this, if you really think about it, this is a racer's dream. I can go and race Claremont on Fridays. I can go over and race Lee on Saturdays. And go race at Hudson on Sundays. You, where can you get this much action 
that local to you. I mean, it, it's absolutely great. And I, I can't thank you guys enough for doing this. It, it's going to have I, its hiccups, but it is what it when is. We, when I was racing street stocks back in the early 90s, late 80s, early, whenever, whenever the Christ it was, you know, I, I would have I died to have something like this. That because we could race at Claremont, make changes, go to Monadnock, make changes, and go to Canaan. But we'd yep. have to work our ass off to be able to do that because because the rules were a little different. We did it because that's what that that's what we did. But man, it, it, to have or all you got to do when the street stock class basically is nothing. If you if you go to Lee, you have to change the gear. But you, but you basically run the same gear at Hudson, Hudson, Benadnock, and Claremont. You basically run the same gear. If you go to Lee, you got to change, you got to change, you know, change the center section in the end. Which is it? Is it work? Yes, but it's not not life or death. I mean, it's pulling pumpkin out and 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 change, changing the gears. You know, um, so yeah, that that's pretty cool. And and you know, every division you can just load up and go. I mean, that's what is so successful with the dirt circuit out in York State. When you start looking at the 602 Dirt Sportsman and the 358 mods and the big blocks, What's because they're great, good on you for getting some of those dirt cars on asphalt because that is cool. Oh, I, that's I can't even. One. I haven't, I haven't given up on that either. I mean, that's 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 a. It's innovative. Sword. It's fun. It's it's my little. It's that's my deal. I, I I'm a dirt guy per se. I mean, I've had a lot of dirt experience and and, and stuff and. Those cars racing on pavement, when you have a full field, is absolutely phenomenal because they're on the edge of out of control. Because you, you can't, you know, our modifieds when the when the car is good, they're locked down. These these are sideways and smoke rolling off the right rear tires, and they who's roll the around, who, they flop around. They, who's they the don't one who caught traction down. and rolled it over? One of them didn't one roll this year or was that last year? Last year, Walt, Walt Hammond did. Yeah, oh. he, he went up pit road and, and got sideways and caught it and, and, and rolled it over. Yeah, yeah. I got we, we, we got we're gonna do the dirt cars again this year. I think we got like five or six events. Um, it's 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 a work in progress. Are we gonna have there again? Are we gonna have 15, 16 of them? No. I'm, I'm hoping we can get we have 10 or 12 this year last year we had seven or eight so i'm hoping we we can get 10 or 12 and it's just a long slow build um, but we got a couple ideas for a couple couple events for them too that i'm not really where i need to be with so we can announce anything like that yeah but well if it's we got, anything like uh, 80s night or two dollar beer night you're not going to let us down i already know that so yeah no it's it we we, we got we got some ideas and and uh, we and we got big events for our, all our house divisions. You know, I like Toby. Toby yelled at me one day. He says they're not <laughs> house, they're they're not support divisions. They're house divisions. And he's one hundred percent right because because we they're house divisions. You know, all our divisions are house divisions because we we our our pure stocks and six shooters are just just as important as our modifieds. And and that's just 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 it. Oh yeah, and, and they they put on. Absolutely amazing racing. Phenomenal events. Yeah. So uh, we, we got big events for all those classes all year, all year long, extra distance races, extra money races for everybody. And and uh, we'll just keep throwing shit against the wall and see what sticks. Right. I guess what I'll say in ending, because, you know, I am who I am and I, I, I don't mean to cause trouble or stir or anything, but do you know, everybody, when you hear about them talking, all, all the guys of, of 
my generation and your generation talk about, you hear them talk, oh, Kane in this, Kane in that, Kane in this. Well, you remember how they talk about how great it was and it's not here anymore? Well, think about the tracks that we have right now. And if you're not going to support them, pretty soon you're going to be saying, oh, dude, Claremont back in the day when it was, you know, before it was a housing development or before it was this yeah. or that. This is your time, guys. Get out there, support the tracks. They're here. They're putting on a show. I, If you have not looked at the schedule for Claremont, like, guys, do yourself a favor and check it out because you have something action-packed every single weekend there. Yeah, we, we Toby and I worked really hard building what we feel is a, a really quality schedule. So uh, some other time we'll come back. I'll come back on and, and we'll, we'll, we'll go through the schedule and, oh, yeah. and, and touch on the high points and go through the schedule for sure. You actually, if you look at how much it costs, just for instance, to get a family of four in and the entertainment mm-hmm. to feed them at the track, you go show me where you can get four to five hours worth of entertainment, food, and having your kids being awe all night for the, for what you pay to get into Claremont. It's not going to happen. No, it's, it's no it's, better it's, it's, entertainment. That's any short track in the NH, NHS TRA. Oh, uh, yeah. It's... It, it's Listen, I, I get it. Sometimes, sometimes we have to charge more when we have a special event, and and I, I understand that. There's nights that where it's a twenty-five or a thirty-dollar admission. I get it. That's hard sometimes. But if we if if we want to have those big special events, the Isma Super Modifieds, the NASCAR Wheel Modifieds, we haven't tour. even talked about it. NASCAR yeah. Wheel and Modifieds are going to be at Claremont this year. Yeah, but that's what those events cost. Yeah. So I mean. Uh, I, I get it. It, it. You know, twenty-five or thirty-five bucks, or thirty bucks, or, or or whatever it is, it's expensive. I I totally understand that. But if we want to have those type of events, unfortunately, that's what those type of events cost to to have. Yeah, we so. are absolutely blessed in New England short track racing. We have three uh, NASCAR wheel and modified events at three NHSTRA tracks this year. So so look at the, you know just thinking. As to what we have going on at Claremont, we have a $15,000 to win open modified event in conjunction with the racing guys. Right now, and we're, we're starting to get entries. Doug, Co- I got Woody Pitcat today. Doug Colby, Woody Pitcat. I mean, so we're going to have all, 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 all the names. You know, oh, that, yeah. that would be a phenomenal event. So we have that event. We have a $4,000 to win NHS TRA Wickham 5 event. We have two Granite State Pro Stock Series events. We have the NASCAR Wayland Modified Tour. We have the International Super Modified Association, NEMA Midgets, NEMA I still Light. I need to get there for those. Ugh. You know, we, we, were, we have every major touring series in the Northeast at Carmont Motorsports Park in 2023. Or 20, yeah, whatever year this is, 2022. 2022. I know. I I still feel like I closed my eyes and it was 2019. Like I really feel that way sometimes. Like where did 2020, 2021 go? Could, could, could you could you imagine that though? Two years ago, no. Would, would have Isma. Nope. They'd have the NASCAR Wayland Tour, a fifteen thousand dollar to an open mod race, Grand State Pro Stock Series, NEMA Midgets, NEMA Lights, Pro Four Mods, trucks, and all our, all our divisions. You know, it, sometimes people will get on me. Well, you know, you're having all these big events, but Guys, we have special events for all our our weekly divisions too. I mean, we have big events for them as well. Oh, so absolutely! Not like where we're not we're not taking care of our own per se. I mean, we do 
a, lo a lot of things for our local guys. And, and sometimes when you have those bigger events, it allows us to do more things for our, our, our house divisions, you know, in the, in the future, it, it, it just one, one big package to make it all work. Oh, absolutely. Short track racing is alive and well in new England and, Mike, thank you for taking time out of your schedule tonight to come on with us. Uh, thank you to, I can't even believe how many people we have watching right now. Thank you to each and every one of you. You guys have been sending in some great comments. Got a lot of people in here with names that I'm not familiar about who are saying that they're racing for their first time. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. That's great. That's, that's pretty cool. That's good news. From what I'm seeing here, peer stocks are going to be great. This yeah, right season. now, I mean, we're doing our peer stock registrations. And I think as of right now, I, I don't know, I got 27, 27, 28 That's guys nice. that are registered. So yeah, we'll, we'll 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 be where we were last year, I'm sure. Those things are those they're great. Like I, they must be an absolute nightmare to tech because they're so different. Like I don't even know how you guys oh stay ahead God. of those, but yeah, it's it's. Yeah, what a great division, that, though. That's a conversation. That that's a whole nother show. <laughs> that's that that, that oh, that's. I don't that's, think I have time for that show. No, uh, no, my, my head would explode too. So, uh, Mike, thanks for what you're doing at Claremont. Uh, thanks to all the drivers. Make sure you get out next weekend. Mark's Northeast Motorsports Expo, the Big E, guys, West Springfield, Massachusetts. See all. I don't know who used to say that. Who is it? The stars and cars of the NHSTRA. You get to see each and every one of them. There used to be a racetrack that used to say that. And I, I'm obviously stealing yeah. it, but I don't know who it is, but it's mine now. That's it, it. I'm officially That's stealing it. it right now. See all the stars and cars of the NHSTRA guys next weekend. And before you know it, the Modifieds and Granite State Pro Stocks will be hitting the track at Claremont. Mike, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Have a great night. Bye, guys. All right. Thank you. Have a good one, guys.